Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Yoakim Noah, Solomon Hill, Joey Devine, Moses Scurry, Jonathan Isaac. John Keen! Ray Allen! He played Jesus Shuttlesworth! Don Shamgod! Patreons! Jarvis! Thank you, Jarvis! Josh Cohen! Thank you, Josh! Brian Phillips! Thank you, Brian! Musical guest! Jars of Clay! And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, Sean Thin King. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going all right. Um, not a lot to talk about. Gonna be honest. Uh, Look, but it, there's we're here. so much news, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, did you see Sean? Mm-hmm. Look, we're gonna do some news outside of the news. Oh, but did you see that the U.S. is offering? Uh, there's a trade. I guess I should play the trade drop. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. yeah, yeah. Let's it's... play the trade drop. <laughs> Trades. That's right, we're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs, you remember we talk about Capspace all the time in the program. Slash Capspace, let them know that you came from us. Limited time only, terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website create yours today that's wix.com slash woj w-o-j to get 10 percent off rights to euros that are never coming enter code nba at checkout for 20 dollars off your first order expiring salaries and if you missed it we launched the recapables billions podcast on our recapables feed Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, Sean, Joe Biden has offered Viktor Anatolyevich Bout, a former a Russian arms dealer and former Soviet military translator and point guard for center slash power forward uh, Brittany Griner and a prisoner to be named later. How do you feel about this trade? Uh, I find it strange that Victor Bout's cap space number is so large. Well, there's not. (laughs) Biden's holding out for a pick swap, which I think is ill-advised right now because you just have no idea where Russia's going to be in 2027. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like Putin is Putin is managing this country like a guy who might get fired Mm -hmm. on by a firing squad. But uh, I just kind of assume that, um, I mean, basically, Victor Bout, I think, is kind of like Nicholas Cage's character from Art of War. Lord of War. War Dogs? No, Lord of War. Yeah, the Lord War Dogs of War. was the other arms dealer movie. Uh, his, his nickname is Sanctions Buster. Mm-hmm. And uh, he apparently did a lot of, like, air freight uh basically like he he uh i think he i think he like shipped a lot of weapons to afghanistan and i can't tell if that means he was working for the cia or against Mm -hmm. the cia i assume he worked for the cia at some point so this is kind of more like um like when when the celtics traded for antoine walker again in 2004 you know what i mean like (laughs) What, what's interesting to me about this now is that uh, Russia clearly needs a center, and you know who's available on the market? Liz Cambage. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Liz Cambage. Uh, and I think they could send Ennis Freedom to Russia to, uh-huh, to work yeah. on the inside. It is also funny, um, I mean, on a serious note, uh, that a lot of people don't realize we're at war with Russia right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if that's funny. Um, I mean, it's just weird. It's It's weird. It was weird to go to other countries and and have people from other countries say, like, how do people in America feel about fighting the war with Russia? And I'm like, they kind of think it's Rafi actually thinks that they should be shipping more weapons to Ukraine. Yeah. Based on his retweet today. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's weird. But I Brittany Griner come on home yeah uh but you know it kind of sucks that the WNBA is still so undervalued that biden's asking for a different political prisoner along the way i think Brittany griner is better at basketball than victor bout is at illegal arms trading mm-hmm. yeah probably plus um, she's a lot younger i mean yeah. <laughs> russia russia like this guy's yeah he's 55 years old he's past oh. his prime <laughs> He's not going to be able to smuggle in anything, anything like this. Um. Yeah. I mean, I brought her up. We should also mention Liz Cambage. Congratulations on your contract divorce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just excited to see what she does in the DJ space now. Um. Well, what I thought was, I honestly think I don't know if you read that article about why Liz Cambage left the Sparks, but uh, I did. Yeah, I really think that. Um, what the other Sparks players did is maybe one of the funniest things any team of athletes has ever done, which, oh, is, which is she was yeah. complaining about not getting the ball. So then they just started breaking plays and giving her the ball every single time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, she also apparently called people on the Nigerian national yeah. Monkey. I mean that you don't have to. She's racist. Yeah, yeah. She said yeah. racist stuff. That's what got. I mean, got she her. is. She yeah. She's Australian, so that kind of. I mean, right. But you, you have to be kind of very assume. racist to be kicked off the Australian basketball <laughs> team. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, that is a country where people still do blackface on television. Yes. Um, so she is going to focus on her modeling career, I believe. Yeah, which. Um, Sources sources say she's admirable at, I believe, is how Chris Haynes. That is how Chris Haynes described it. Admirable <laughs> at DJing and modeling. Also spilled out DJing. Uh, D-E-E-J-A-Y-I-N-G. 
Yes. Strange, strange times. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, did you see that Steph and Aisha Curry threw out a first pitch together? Yeah, at, at the, the A's, A's game. game today. And you know what uh, Steph Curry said? What did he say? Uh, he wouldn't stop talking about how special Oakland is and how much he loves being there. So, fuck well, you, he, Joe he, Lacob! He All right. He should have thrown a goddamn strike then. <laughs> that would have been a nice tribute. <laughs> We're talking about how, the, how bad these first pitches are. They're, I mean, it's, it's not, they're, neither one is great, but... Come on. Is Aisha's better? I haven't watched it. Uh, She kind of lobs it in and then Steph throws throws it hard, but it uh like really breaks down and away. Mm-hmm. But like the catcher catches both of them. So by the by first pitch standards, like, you know what I mean? Like people. Anyway. Um, Those um. catchers have names, Sean, and they are uh, Stephen <laughs> Voked and uh, <laughs> uh, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. That's oh. right. Josh Flegley is Josh no Fegley, yeah. Also gone. Also, uh, the guy who uh, pulled a gun on his Uber Eats driver. What was that guy's name? Oh Bruce, yeah, the, the guy, uh, who, the guy who, who knelt. Kneel, who knelt? Yeah. yeah um, Boy, what a what a history. Yeah. The only the only player to kneel for the anthem and pull a gun on an Uber driver. Yeah. The same. So baseball. Season. Uh, the gauntlet's been thrown, Colin Kaepernick. You gotta pull. You gotta pull a <laughs> knife. You gotta bring. You gotta bring a knife to a DoorDash fight. Um. All right. Um. <laughs> Bruce Maxwell. Yeah. Um. Anyway, weird start to this episode. <laughs> uh, I guess go. To, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, the BOA challenge worked. It was all over social media. I guess it was mm-hmm. technically the BOA challenge 2. Mm-hmm. It was all over social media. Yeah. Um, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing it. Uh, Bo Cruz has finally found another team, and it's the Toronto Raptors. Oh, that's great. I love it. I love it. Now, he does have an assault conviction back in Spain, so I hope that doesn't mm-hmm. keep him out. Um, so what I hear is that Drake was at this super secret run mm-hmm. in New York City that he went to with Jimmy Goldstein. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have heard on good authority that one of the uh, a high placed NBA executive said he sure looks like a guy who can impact winning at our level. So mm-hmm. uh, good for Toronto Raptors. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is a line by Brad Stevens as Brad Stevens in the movie. Uh huh. Yep. Um, let me see if I can. Let me see if someone has posted it. <laughs> nope, that's gonna have bad. Uh, that's gonna have bad uh, audio. Someone did post it, but it's them filming their TV. Um. Anyway, Brad Stevens gives the line. He can really impact winning at our. He level. sure looks like a guy who can impact winning at our level. <laughs> yeah, he um, sure but does. It's the worst line read I've ever seen in film history. <laughs> um. Uh, fuck you, Brad Stevens. Uh, speaking about Brad, speaking of Brad Stevens, Sean. Um, do you think he's going to trade Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for uh, Kevin Durant? I thought the offer was Derek White and Jalen Brown for Kevin and a pick for Kevin Durant. I mean, either way, it's Jalen Brown, right? Should I mean, that's the guy. Take that? <laughs> well, so apparently the reason that this is coming up uh is that uh, because of the way the cap is rising or expected to rise, um, you can't really extend Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. So this is, I, I don't know why I'm giving stupid cap information. Basically, uh, Jalen Brown basically has no, I mean, he uh, can make so much more money by becoming a free agent in 2024 than he can from a team extension mm-hmm. that it's not even like, you know, when they're like, oh, you're trading for like one more year on this guy's contract, two more years. It's like he is definitely a re- an unrestricted free agent in two years, which is why they're willing to trade him. And that is also the reason DeJounte Murray got traded now because mm-hmm. he's in the same situation. Well, um, also, DeJounte Murray got traded because they got way too many first round picks for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, he was like 
there wouldn't have been the debt. There wouldn't have been the because otherwise you could see the Spurs like extending him. He's pretty young. So anyway, um, he's not that young, though. He just feels young. Remember, we've talked about this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he made he made the all defensive team when he was like 21. Yeah. But yeah, he's 25. Yeah. So, um, yeah I, mean, I mean, that's pretty young, but yeah, uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, but weird trade. I, I just can't see any scenario where the Nets and the Celtics would make this trade. Um, it would be pretty know. funny if the Celtics gave up a bunch of draft picks to the Nets, though, you know? Yeah. And um, they were like and like <laughs> none of them paid off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the celtics just stayed good and it was like yeah what'd they get for kevin durant and a bunch of number 30 picks the celtics four-peated every remaining year of durant's contract um and they did it by trading first round picks as danny ainge is like what are you doing speaking of you hold on to those Speaking of soon-to-be former Warriors, uh, Draymond Green uh, today is said he's demanding a max contract from the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> that is a wild negotiating position. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess they're paying for podcasts. Um, what? It, it, literally, podcasts are now costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars because Joe Lacob... <laughs> went on Andre Iguodala's podcast and said the luxury tax was unfair and was fined Mm $500,000. So there's no way the Warriors organization is not deeply in the red from these podcasts. (laughs) But Draymond with a max, I was like, yeah, what, 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 how much of a pay cut is Draymond Green going to take when they re-sign him? And Mm -hmm. apparently it's going to be a uh, like a 40% race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not say you want a max, I guess, but I just could see him just not being on the team after next year. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you see him? Um, I don't know. Uh, going to play with LeBron James, wherever that is. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, whoever gets brawny, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, he would sign for 120% of his current salary for four years. I can't imagine them giving him that. No! (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, I just... He says he's willing to pursue other options to get the contract he wants. I don't really know what that means. Um, Anyway. uh, Well, we'll we'll miss him. Mm Mm-hmm. I still have an Everybody Loves Draymond t-shirt. I'll still wear it. I have his fat head leaves. in my living room. Um, when he goes to the Cavs next year, along with LeBron, <laughs> as a package deal. Don't say um, we didn't warn you. Uh, also in the news, um, America's favorite uh, litigious man. Yes. Feuding with J.J. Redick. Yes. Jerry West, mad at J.J. Redick. Um, yes. You want to walk us through this story? Yes. So uh, J.J. Reddick said that Bob Cousy played against firemen and plumbers. And then uh, I'll give you a little excerpt from what Jerry West said. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the game's completely different and the athletes are completely different. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but tell me what J.J.'s career looked like. What did he do that determined games? I said a triple whiskey! He averaged 12 points a game in the league. Somewhere along the way, Numbers count. You son of a bitch, catch the ball! You fucking piece of trash! Gum! 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 Anyway, anyway, uh... that's... Uh, but basically, he uh, he said J.J. Redick uh, was too shitty a player to be capping on Bob Cousy. And I gotta say, fair enough, Jerry West. Fair <laughs> enough. Now, he went on to brag about his vertical leap and how he was one of the fastest players in the NBA in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. When um, he was playing against plumbers. And he and says firemen. it's very it's very disrespectful. I, I gotta say, I don't usually say this, Team Jerry West, baby. Mm. But it's easy to not be Team J.J. Reddick, is what I'm saying, too. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of with... Uh... I mean, you're not with JJ Reddick. Come on. The, no, but I mean, like the MVP of the NBA in the in the mid seventies literally was a cab driver. So 
Yeah, yeah that's um, true. Well, and, and <laughs> Bob Cousy, this is real. He uh, couldn't he dribble with his left his, hand. He forced his way to the Celtics because he had started a driving school for women. Mm-hmm. And so he he was I believe he was a pick of the Chicago Stags. And then he ended up on the Celtics where Red Auerbach didn't want him because mm-hmm. he was Joey. You know what he was? Too flashy. <laughs> too flashy for red. Uh, yeah, like um, back then, only going right was considered flash. Yeah, um, but I do. I do think if you're talking shit about the other eras, you should have like started games most of your career. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I like talking shit about the other the uh, other eras. You know. Yeah, so. I, I like to talk about other talk shit about other comedians. I'm like Richard Pryor. Get to the fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> um, and no, I'm never siding with Jay, uh, with Jerry West on anything. By the way, look. Also in that dude. interview, you know what he said. He said that social media is making kids kill themselves and that also he'll he'll never go to therapy. He just deals with it. I mean, I saw him say that live at some point. <laughs> and then uh, he um like let's can we talk about a story from uh the Showtime book about Jerry West, Sean? Sure. Uh it's something I'll never forget. Um I forget which Lakers player he was teaching how to drink, but he goes, oh, here's the key. Here's the key to how to drink at the Showtime Club. You uh, you get there early and you immediately order three shots of tequila and then you take those shots of tequila and then you just drink orange juice all night. And everybody's like, wow, it's crazy. You can party all night when you're just drinking orange juice, Jerry. I mean, Keith Richards says something like that in his own book, but it's about uh, like massive amounts of cocaine Mm -hmm. where he's like, just do all your drugs early, mate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's still better than J.J. Reddick, dude. I mean, did Jerry West ever try to impeach uh, like the a preschool teacher? No, that's true. He did not. Did he go to Duke University? (laughs) Did he write poems? Uh, Jerry West apparently kind of has like a stump speech that he talks about well, pretty much where he like talks about depression and mm-hmm. I was surprised and how you don't need therapy you just need to be well, angry your entire life <laughs> uh, I mean he's he did not say that other people t- I think he's in favor of therapy for other people no, just not himself he, he actually described like how he just watched a ther like the first time a therapist looked at their watch to know how much time was left, Jerry was like, ah, that's, that's enough. Like, I don't, I, you know that Jerry West both wants privacy and adulation all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like, like therapy can only truly deliver one at a time. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. they can pay attention to him. And anyway, yeah, he did talk about how he thought mental health was like a big priority for clubs. And then someone asked him, um, what he thought teams should do with mental health resources. And he was like, well, I just know I would never go to therapy. Gum! Gum! Um, okay. Uh, our listeners don't know the gum story and we're not Sorry. allowed to tell it. Sorry. No. It's just, uh, just know. And he threw, he's going to throw a trophy. Yeah. A podcasting trophy <laughs> through the, the glass door of JJ Reddick's studio. It's like, yeah, you're an old man, bitch. Uh, Sean, I, have I wish they'd had a three. You. I would have been the greatest. <laughs> I have another JJ. I'm, I have another, not JJ Reddick. I have another Jerry West question for you. Yes. Are you excited to watch the uh, fifth multi-part Lakers television series oh, Jesus. Uh, this year? There's another one? Yeah, it comes out on Hulu the next week. It's so directed by magic- Antoine Fuqua. <laughs> the director. <laughs> the equalizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And White House Down, not White House Down, uh, the better one. Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. That is a good. That's his best film. <laughs> and uh, the director of the Equalizer Part Three coming out. Oh, he's done all three. Year. Equal- yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird that Denzel only at this point started doing sequels? Yes. Well, what's <laughs> even weirder about the equal? Do you know about the Equalizer Part Three, Sean? <laughs> I didn't, I Do you know who's in it? No. 
uh, Dakota Fanning's going to be in it. And it's oh, that like, was the Men on Fire, Man on Fire. Yeah, it's, it, it's like a fake sequel. You know how Tony Scott made a fake sequel to the conversation called Enemy of the State? Yes. Well, Antoine Fuqua and Denzel Washington are making a fake sequel to Man on Fire, <laughs> the that's, Tony that's, Scott movie. <laughs> but it's an actual sequel to... The to the Equalizer, yeah. At least he's making another movie with Will Smith. It's an action thriller called Emancipation. Oh my God! Okay, I'm not gonna keep describing this, but uh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm pretty sure that Ben Foster plays a, a mean racist again. Oh, great, man! I really enjoy a lot of these Fuqua films. I gotta say, yeah, I love Antoine Fuqua. Brooklyn's Finest. That yeah. is very memorable. <laughs> New Magnificent Seven. Hell yes. Uh. Yeah, okay. So legend legacy, the true story of the LA Lakers. It's so crazy. I mean this one I guess is if you have a Lakers streaming sanctioned app, though. Isn't um, the isn't the Apple TV one Lakers? No, sanctioned that's too? the uh well that just no, that's magic just sanctioned? magic sanctioned. But that's Lakers sanctioned. <laughs> except except yeah, but this one's gonna be about, about Shaq and Kobe. LeBron's oh. in this one. I mean <laughs> great. <laughs> We what we need is some more coverage of LeBron James because there's a lot about him we don't know. Yeah, there's also so much we don't know about the Bus family. I think this one is going to be uh, Bus centric. Oh, thank God. Well, I just as long as it has a lot of genius stand up comedy, I <laughs> am there. I'm there, Fuqua. Oh, he also directed the Terminal List, Joey. You love the Terminal List. I do not love the Terminal List. <laughs> we will we, not be we, reviewing we're gonna that do a, No, no, we're going to do a... I think we should do a one-off uh, podcast okay. about the Terminal List. I'll do it with John Burr. You don't have to watch it. I'll, um, I'll do it. It's. Uh, I will say that, um, Joey, you saw the movie The Tomorrow War. I did, yeah. Starring Chris Pratt, uh, uh, Sam Richardson, mm-hmm. and... Um, a lady, <laughs> a lady from twenty four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who plays his wife in that movie. I don't remember who plays his daughter. Uh, anyway, who's the actual female lead? Uh, but anyway, uh, keep going. Anyway, he is. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Si- he plays the dad. J.K. Simmons is the dad. Yeah. There is a scene where Chris Pratt is teaching a mm-hmm. science class, mm-hmm. and there has never been a less convincing science teacher mm-hmm. in, a t- in TV or a movie. Like they need to stop making movies where they have to have other player, uh, other characters explain that Chris Pratt is smart. Mm-hmm. Just let him be like a handsome dumb guy. Well, like anytime he has to be like a scientist or an expert, I'm like, no, there's just no chance. Sean, Unless I've, it's about. I like, formulated a new uh, theory about okay. uh, Marvel people. Um, and that's that steroids may change your brain so much they make you less charismatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Because yeah, yeah. he's gotten... He used to be... The one thing he had was charisma, and now he mm-hmm. has negative charisma. Zero charisma. He's, like, uh, not fun at all. Since Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, the most charismatic person maybe on Earth, has gotten less charismatic, I feel like. Uh, which, you know... When you have he that, did that much hot, per- he did the, he did that hot ones though. Okay, maybe the, but, maybe the hot sauce. But did you watch that Ghostbusters man? Oh, I definitely did not. Or uh, all right, um, Robert Evans. Downey Jr. didn't have to do the steroids, so he's he's maintained. Uh, but uh, like, uh, Chris Evans got less charismatic. Chris sure. Evans got way less charismatic. Um. Uh. Thor Kumail. has somehow maintained. Well, Kumail has is has negative. He looks like Lou Ferrigno now. Yeah. Who knows if he has the charisma still? Because <laughs> um, it's it's upsetting. Um, He's gotta, he needs to to let Genie open for him. Kumail, <laughs> let Genie Bus open for you. Anyway, whatever steroids Marvel is putting these people on, it's uh, it's changing their brains so much they're becoming worse movie stars. Yeah, I think that I think that's a good point. And uh, yeah, I mean, when Benedict Wong gets super jacked, I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> it's impossible to tell if Benedict Cumberbatch is losing charisma or if it's just the worst American accent in the world. <laughs> Have you ever heard him say penguin? 
No, but I'm gonna find it. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get it right now. Uh, talk about something else for a second. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who else might be derailed by steroids. Uh, Scarlett Johansson has not looked the same endorsing companies that uh, you know, only operate in seized Palestinian land. So that probably has something to do with her Marvel workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, you know, Aquafina has not had to take too many steroids, so she's staying. <laughs> Pretty charming, I gotta say. Nora from Queens season 12 was just as good as he came before it. Um, uh, how do you feel? Uh, about I don't it? think Don if, Cheadle had to do the steroids, I don't think he had to do the Ruffalo steroids. Ruffalo also has not done the steroids, no. uh, but he's also that. getting less charismatic. I, is he? I yes, just know he, I didn't watch the thing where he played twins. Think about, okay, Spotlight is post-Marvel. Think about that horrible uh, that horrible monologue he gives. <laughs> yeah, that one's not, that one's not as good. Yeah, um, like, uh, the old Ruffalo never but I like I liked that. him in that. I like I it too. I like, I like that movie and I like him, but he's, gr- but he's great just generally. Um, all right, so Benedict Cumberbatch, Sean, uh-huh. uh, narrated like a wildlife documentary, and this is how he says penguin. Is penguins. Crested penguins. Parent penguin heading home. Penguin? Yep. Is he adding a G? So why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins? That's a pengling, he said. Um, What what is the matter with him? You want to hear it again? But yes, he says penguin and pengling. I don't like is, that one. <laughs> is penguins. Crested penguins. Parent penguin heading home. So That's why, why... these woodlands so attractive to penguins. Yep. <laughs> That's why he was not cast as Batman. That, and that's why he plays Dr. Weird. Um, all right. Yeah. Um. Dr. Goofball. <laughs> and the closet full of yucks. All right, Sean, do you want to talk about Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah, uh, he sent. He put out a full page ad. I'm actually, I included the text of this full page ad. Mm-hmm. It's written like a weird, I'm just going to put the, I am going to read the end of it. I'm going to switch. It's It's titled, Locked in a letter from Carl Anthony Towns, full page ad on a Minnesota paper. And then he's he just says, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for these are all on different lines. Like he's a sports writer challenging me, holding me accountable, supporting me and giving me a place to grow up and learn what it means to represent this state. I commit to you differently than I did as the 19 year old kid who was drafted here. But as a veteran in the NBA who has seen it all, I'm locked in. I what mean, is the good that thing he, for? <laughs> he's locked in, Joey. <laughs> but he, he's like advertising himself. I think uh, it's an like escape it's like room. a thank you for his contract. What? Yeah, it's a thank you for his contract. I also think that um, locked in is a Carl Anthony Towns escape room mm-hmm. in Minneapolis that they're going to open up, and you have to solve a couple puzzles. Like in one of them, are you locked uh, in with Dave Chappelle, and he's saying horrible? <laughs> Wait, is Carl Anthony Towns associated with? No, but uh, Minneapolis is. Didn't you see that this week? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought I thought you were saying that. No, I was just gonna no, say no, that he. Uh, you have to like you have to beat a Fortnite level to get out of one, mm-hmm. and then in another one, uh, you're playing a basketball game, and the trick is you actually only take four shots in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. You have to and escape that, that from Jimmy Butler out. yelling at uh-huh. you and trying to fuck uh, yeah, your yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, that one's really tough. <laughs> you just have to let it go, which is the worst part. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, taking out a full page ad. Uh, if you're leaving a team, great. If you're still on the team, it makes me think, why do you need a full page ad? Well, that's what 82 games. This 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 full page page ad is like, thanks. uh, I'm rich now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and I'm a sucker for a full page ad. Look, when Jason Richardson took out a full page ad apologizing to Warriors fans for not making the playoffs that year, it made me Mm -hmm. love him forever. Um, and then the Warriors made the playoffs and immediately traded in. Yeah, classic. Um, 
Also, I remember everybody signed that ad except for Mike Dunleavy. All right. Uh... <laughs> Mike Dunleavy's like, I'm glad we didn't make the playoffs. Fuck these fans. <laughs> now he's the GM. All right. <laughs> he's going to own the team by the time we're done. Um, Sean. Yes. The Pistons are going back to the horse, the demonic horse. And um, you know who's delighted about this? I don't know. Uh, preeminent horse girl and one of our favorite people on earth, Katie Heindel. She literally she loves the horse the logo. reason she is one of the reasons she is a basketball fan is because of the Detroit Pistons horse jerseys, which I had considered um, crazy at the time. Mm hmm. But I, I, I have, I don't think I've ever rode a horse as an adult too. So I'm not, I'm not coming from as much of an equine place. Mm-hmm. I have read the play Exus, but that is actually Equus. probably make me more clear, m- more afraid of. Horses. Is that the horniest play? Uh, it's it's well. What's the horniest like play? <laughs> hair, probably. Right. Yeah. There's probably some like more sexy plays. Daryl Morey, go on round oh, ball uh, to tell us what the horniest play is. Yeah, sexual perversity in Chicago. Avenue Q. Those David puppets Mamet like can't to fuck, write right? That horny a play. Those yeah. puppets are pretty horny. <laughs> yeah. Rent not horny. No, not horny. In the woods, a little bit hornier than you'd think. Mm-hmm. I, um, but I feel like Equus. Very horny, like a lot of shirtless men, like a lot of just around, in general, turning yeah. into horses. <laughs> I mean, that's a it's a crazy play. So I would agree. Uh, call us on the phone and tell us what you think the horniest play is. <laughs> Named after the genius of horses. Anyway, also Daryl Morey go on round ball to tell us what the horniest play is. Um. Mm-hmm. Sean, I have a confession to make about the Pistons horse jerseys. I don't think I've said this on the uh, show. Oh, yeah. Okay. But until I'm going to say about nine, let's say a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. I literally thought the horse on that jersey was a chess piece. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because it's so sleek, it looks all plasticky, right? Yeah, and, and then it's on I looked fire. at it for something on this show, and I was like, "Oh, horsepower! I'm not a man. This is an engine." <laughs> oh, that's I did not even realize that's what it was supposed because to it's be. a piston, right? And it has the like the exhaust tubes with the flame shooting out of them. Um, I didn't even realize those were like exhaust tubes. I just thought yeah. the oh, there are exhaust tubes at the end of the logo. I never even noticed that yeah. part of it but because i just it's thought so, it was a horse on fire it's so but it does sleek look like a, looking i thought it, it was like a, a chess knight. piece yeah yeah because because the I nba like, is a chess match baby. and i was like these chess why do the pistons have a chess jersey this sucks <laughs> uh anyway also, congratulations to katie heindel uh subscribe yeah. to basketball feelings this is an um, alternate jersey right it's got to be right. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know why they would. It was a bizarre pivot when it happened, though, mm-hmm. just to be like, yeah, we've been a really dominant franchise. And to usher in the new chapter, we are going to borrow a, a color scheme from the Florida Marlins. Yeah, we have the new Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, Sean, have I ever told you my Grant Hill shoe story? No. OK, so. I was never allowed to wear basketball shoes as a kid because uh, my dad thought they looked bad because um, they were so big and weird. Okay. And I he somehow wasn't that wrong. Okay. I, I somehow was able to um, convince my father to buy me the new Grant Hill Fila's because uh, I think I was going to a new school. It was middle school, it was seventh grade. And I think he finally kind of felt bad for me because I was like the new kid in the school, you know, midway through a semester. So he bought me what I thought were the coolest shoes on earth, the Grant Hill Fila's. Uh And when I wore them to school, everyone kept asking me why I was wearing women's shoes. Oh, that's not fair. That same year, I also got a really bad haircut and everyone Mm -hmm. kept asking me why I looked like Bob Saget. Oh, God, Joey. Yeah. 
Also, that same year, my drama teacher made me do uh, a monologue that she picked for me in front of the entire school about how good it's going to feel to kiss girls now that my braces are off. Shall we? Um, yeah. That's the worst scene in Equus, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that maybe that's the horniest play. Um, that monologue I did about my braces coming off. Uh, anyway, that was a rough year for old Joey. Um, oh, boy. Call Could us on the right. phone. Tell us your roughest middle school stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, do that. And we'll see if uh, Jaden Ivy is having nightmares where he forgets to bring his teal shorts on his first game. <laughs> Um, also the numbers on the back of those jerseys are enormous mm-hmm. why is that the trend it's, is to make is to make the important information very difficult to read as well, you can very see from, 90s right big like, numbers no just the even, whole aesthetic of that jersey is like very like remember the rockets had like a fucking panda on them or then no, also no, was, like a cartoon rocket <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, it, it, they, the numbers like look like an iMac. Yeah. <laughs> or like, here's the new, here's the new Volkswagen Beetle. It looks like bubblegum. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, there's something about that jersey that like just reminds me of like an album cover from the female singer Poe. That's how <laughs> 90s it is. Uh, yeah, the, I just think that. There, this is an example of people will have nostalgia for literally anything, even when it was clearly terrible. Well, we learned that this year or last year, I mean, when the Warriors and everyone got so stoked, they wore the worst jerseys in Warriors history, and everyone was so yeah. excited about They're it. They're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah the we, we believe lightning bolt jerseys, yeah, and dude, they like, were good for a month and a half yeah. in these, and it's like for. Seven years, everyone talked about how those were the worst jerseys in the NBA. They just didn't want them at no all No one anymore. liked the fans, hated them. Like, we're the throwback to the late 80s. Was. Also, also for the majority of the We Believe season, people hated those jerseys so much, they wore the city jerseys as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no one liked those. <laughs> Same with, like, the show Full House. But like <laughs> literally anything can be brought back and people Wait, like, stop mentioning oh. my bad haircut for middle school oh, all right, right. <laughs> um. all right uh do you want to do this last one about uh, james harden's wine i think we want to yeah. do the two right we've got yeah, the, i think so we got three stories here we've still all got right, plenty of time we don't have plenty of time, oh we actually. don't have plenty of right. time you're right uh james harden has his own law why yeah sean you want to read this quote <laughs> yeah uh james harden has his own wine here's the quote I have always seen the wine industry as a closed door environment through my partnership with accolade and the release of J dash Harden. My goal is to make a high quality product that can be enjoyed by the masses at a reasonable price. If you're new to wine or an experienced enthusiast, I believe you'll love this wine as much as I do. Uh, James Harden says his wine is smooth, full bodied and quote jammy. Mm, So it goes down slow, just like James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) Jammy is like, doesn't that seem like he's maybe describing like Thunderbird would be described as jammy? <laughs> look, look, you know how you they and talk I are about both how... huge wine guys, obviously. <laughs> you know how they talk about a wine having legs? Well, this wine has a big fat ass. Um... <laughs> uh, the Jay Harden label will include the likeness of Harden's beard, duh, with bright yeah, I mean, colors and a floral design inside a silhouette of Harden's face. You know what? Um, fine, whatever. Like wine, the NBA loving wine is at least better than them loving NFTs. So let's keep that going. Yeah, on. you know what? That's a really good point. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, keep making wine. Like, at least it's an actual product. <laughs> also, I like that he's making cheap wine. I was making yeah. fun of that, but I'm like, that's so much better than like an $80 bottle of tequila. James Harden's like, or, here's a $15 yeah. wine and it tastes like juice. Yeah. Get on board. <laughs> Uh, I'm opening doors to the wine industry, just like the club doors open for me the second I get out of my limo. All right. Um, Um, do uh, this Tyler Hero headline. So I just, I just, I don't really know what to say about this story, but this is from our friends at Black Sports Online. I actually applied to be a writer there this week. 
all you did was include your name and a Twitter handle. You don't have to be black, apparently. Wouldn't it be great if I was hired at Black Sports Online, Joey? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so here's their tweet. Heat. Tyler Hero announces the gender of the baby he's having with IG model Kata Elise Henry, who briefly broke up with him for cheating on her while she was pregnant and caused her to say he has small penis. Mm-hmm. It's so many words. They're all uh-huh. capitalized. Uh-huh. They're insane. Uh, and, uh, also, congrats uh, to... Congratulations the- to Tyler, Tyler Hero's gender reveal. Mm-hmm. And his small penis. All right. His small um, penis. <laughs> Sean, that's our episode. It's a quick one this week. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yes. Thursday night, if you're around, I will be opening for Michelle Wolf at the Late Show at Cobb's oh, Comedy Club. I went Club. to brunch with her one time. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, she's you, nice. Uh, <laughs> sticking it to Sarah Huggabee Sanders. Wait, that made it sound like it was a date. There were lots of other comedians at yeah, that yeah. brunch. Um, uh, she's cool. She's like, it's funny because you. she's like a, she's a jock. Mm-hmm. And um, she uh, she ended the world's worst uh, political. Um, oh, is she uh, the last White House correspondence dinner host? Well, it was for a while, but I think they brought it back this year. But she yeah, was, it was like when it was like after Stephen Colbert did it, they were like Rich Little is hosting. Yeah. He's gonna do an impression uh, of Johnny Carson. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, and then uh, I'll be at Low Bar in Oakland on. Uh, October third. Well, no, August third. Step over Wednesday that night. bar. Yeah, um, because uh, you're a high bar comic. All right. <laughs> uh, that that was it. Um. As for oh, me, oh oh, oh sorry, and also we'll have um we'll have another round round book rock club. Mm-hmm. The it's a it's the first part of Co- of Corbin A. Smith and I talking about. Jeff Benedict and Armin Catan's Tiger Woods book. Uh, great. And then uh, we're going to have some more Lincoln Lawyer episodes up soon. Also, I'm hoping to have Katie Heindel on to do a power ranking of Vegas slot machines this week. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, um, I guess I'm going to do a Terminal List show uh, episode with John Burr. I announced earlier on this episode, even yep, though I haven't asked him. We're doing it. Um, he hates it, too. Yeah, it's really bad. I hate it. Um, also, some personal news. Uh, uh, the Bosch Legacy people were back uh, at my apartment scouting. They had like 25 people. I asked someone what they thought that meant, and they were like, there's probably going to be a shootout in your courtyard. Maddie's right. getting kidnapped again. <laughs> um, no, because they only needed two location scouts for the kidnapping. Oh, uh, There were 25 so uh, the person I know who makes stuff says they're probably there's probably going to be a gunfight in your apartment courtyard. I'm telling you, cor- <laughs> Corn Pop is finally going to be on Bosch. Um, all right. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. We're on 4.30.15. I tweeted at Wikipedia. How do I get someone to stop writing false information on my Wikipedia page? It's really frustrating. Sean, did oh, you write man. a song? You know, I didn't, but I I have a banger in the works. It's just this one's been it's a Billie Eilish song and it's hard to record. Well, don't and it's about don't Rudy Gobert. Get that away yet. Just, just I, it's about Rudy Gobert. Listen? That's all. That's what all. What song yeah. are we going to listen to right now? Oh yeah, we're going to listen to um we're going to listen to a great one. Uh it's called Proud Jimmy and it's about it's mm-hmm. a Creedence Clearwater revival song about James Dolan. Um, trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. It's called Penguin, you idiot. Wait, I almost said it wrong. It's called Pengling, you... <laughs> it's called Penguin. You, you, what kind of doctor are you, you moron? <laughs> Left a job at Cablevision Sexually harassing every night and day but I never felt more like a desperado Till I booked 10 dates for the Eagles to play Nick French, just keep on pointing Proud Jimmy, keep on pointing Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river Signed a lot of bad free agents Gave Isaiah millions to ruin my team But I never knew the power of the guitar 
Till I wrote a song about Harvey Weinstein Front office keep on joining Proud Jimmy keep on oining Dolin' 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 on the river Hi, this is James Dolan, and I am a blues man. Like Robert Johnson, I also sold my soul to the devil. But I did it to get Andre Bargnani. <laughs> Honestly, when they suggested a pick swap, I thought they meant trading vintage guitar picks, like the one I stole out of Dwayne Allman's grave. Looks like that little mistake cost me Jakob Pertle, Jonah Bolden, and my immortal soul. That's a whoopsie. That's on Dolan. Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river. If you come play at the gun end, you'll love Frankie Smokes and Moody A. There's no more abuses, I will write you music. But if you lose, I'm singing on the team plane. Jim Varney, keep hay voining. Proud Jimmy, keep on oining. Dolin', dolin', dolin' on the river. The Hudson River. Dolin', dolin'. Dolan on the river. Hey, what if I brought Isaiah Thomas back? Wouldn't that be fun? Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Durant's weird best friend, and my president of basketball operations, Joe Walsh. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 